Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo, presented by the Bardic College. I'm Raz, and I'll be your keeper. Uh, when we last left our team, they were uh, heading up deeper into the mountains. They had just killed an incredibly stealthy, very large, almost appearing to be prehistoric cat. They say they found some children in pots. They were able to rescue four of them. Unfortunately, one did pass away in Faye's arms. Um, this seems to be a thing whenever Faye holds somebody, her sister, uh, her half-sister, this boy, um, anyone who Faye seems to hug, they die. Ah. Tragically, her father. Um, so we want to... So, so everybody's Everybody is looking at me right now like I'm a... Okay, so that's a jackass. Um, but we're... <laughs> Faye, the... Uh, that it's almost great. like a Black Widow spider, like she she goth or whatever went from uh, the, the just keeps rolling and pulling towards it. Um, but you get the point. Faye Faye has the you know she's definitely not Goldfinger. She's more like you know Deathfinger. So we'll we'll go from there. We know that Mueller and his men are hours in closing. Uh, we believe the gap to the team in the cave, and they did find some very interesting art that they Faye has dated goes way back the the style of the painting and just the, the, the how faded it is does t- tend to let her think that this is a, they've been up here for hundreds and hundreds of years if not thousands and uh ella again walked in got a read off of Faye or the wall or whatever she was near and had some interesting revelations about what was going on in the area just some emotional imprints and that's where we're going to pick up so group it's about 10 p.m uh, the wind is howling outside. Everyone is gathered around. Catherine, you've been trying to speak to the children. I do have, you have been able to learn their names. The one boy who passed away, uh, you left down, and that was the one that the, the tiger grabbed and was dragging around before everybody shot it, or uh, a bunch of people were able to turn and shoot it with some really excellent shooting. But the the only, the boy that is left, he is nine, and if if you're, the name is all you've been able really to dig up from them. His is Binchu, and then there are the two girls, 12 and 10, are Pochelle and Jakai. She's the, Jakai is the 10-year-old, Pochelle is the 12-year-old. And these are the three children that you found in the pots. The others were either had already perished from the elements and the length of time they'd been up there, uh, or the ordeal of getting them up there, and the young boy, uh, the the one boy had passed away down at the where the pots were originally found. Faye, you're, you're convinced that what Ella sensed, you, you know, it does bring back a flash of memory, right? Anyone who listens or is a Patreon of the show will know that Faye has situations going that have happened to her when she was about 14 or 15 uh, that dealt also with a lake and also with something that lived beneath the water or moved beneath the water. This this all starts to feel very reminiscent of when you were 15 back in Central America with your father. Obviously a different part of the world, but again, something about lakes, about isolated bodies of water, and, you know, this this whole legend about the bones around the, the, the shore of the lake. How do you feel about it? What, what do you feel you want to share? What can you share? Is there anything you want to talk to the group about? All right. So, yeah, because everybody also probably heard me go, Dad? Yeah, it's a little concerning. 
For some reason, this dad seems to be very important, although I do not know why. To set the scene, I'm kind of just in in front of the wall, just still mm-hmm. looking at it. Everyone's probably looking at me. At this point, after what Ella said, you know, probably you've drawn the attention of most of the people. Then she's just kind of staring forward at the wall, kind of collecting herself. You know, she's still very conflicted about talking about her father after everything that happened. So she's just kind of like staring and she's just sort of waiting for someone to push her a little bit. She'll just stand here all night if nobody asks her about it. She's just kind of looking forward like, "Uh uh-huh. All right. Well, this is an outburst that I've had. As I say, I I would sort of wander up, you know, if she's there for like too long, be like, are are you all right, love? Is is something, something up? You you seem sort of transfixed. You know, all right is such a interesting term that people use. Um, No, I'm, I'm not all right. Um, This is weird. You know, all of this is weird. Everything that we've ever done is weird. But this is weird. I don't know that it's any weirder than any of the other stuff. I mean, it, no, the skin this, lady was pretty weird. The jelly man was pretty weird. Yeah, this is weird as in something that I never thought I was going to have to speak about or think about again. Popping up again. while I'm in a mountain. Wait a minute. What, what do you mean again? You've been here before. No, I've never been here before. Um, I have heard the drums that were playing. What drums are you talking about, love? No one heard any drums. Drums. That's a great way. That was a great. That's a great way to do that. (laughs) You know the drums. Hmm? Um, Oh, nobody else heard the drums. I was. Did I say drums? I meant. You know what? I'm tired. I'm going to bed. All right. Um, Catherine, the the one little boy looks up at you and with weak hand he touches your arm and says drum you heard the drum who heard the drum binchu the little boy looks in any drum okay we don't have to recreate it i know what you're talking about um okay i turn to the two girls did either of you hear the drum they nod oh great okay awesome i might as well just put me in a pot. Okay. What is this drum? This drum, I was a 15-year-old exploress, as I like to call myself. And I was in the Amazon, was traversing through a rainforest um, with my father on one of his missions. First mission I ever got to go on. I went on a plane for the first time. It was a great time. I had a great... Yeah, um, I heard this drum when I was there. Um, nobody else was hearing it at first. I was transported to what I thought was an alternate realm. Could not find my father for shit. Um, felt like I was going crazy. And when I found out that the drum was real and someone was playing it, I saw people getting sacrificed. But I couldn't tell if it was real. But then he popped up the next day with a stab wound. You know, it happens. She's just rambling, just thinking about all the other details. Um, yeah, I found the drum, wanted to destroy it got hit in the head by a very charismatic blonde 22-year-old, and I don't really remember much after that. But I've heard the drum before, and it's really weird that it's popping up here in the mountain, and now they're hearing it. So what made you hear this drum? Like, was it- I 
when I was looking at the drawing? The, the drawing. Yeah, that thing on the on the wall. Yeah, that thing is bringing me hell right now. So I heard the drum. So when I felt the sharp pain in my chest, that was the stabbing of the sacrificial victims? Either that or that was me getting knocked by... That was me getting knocked by the guy that had the drum that didn't want me to have the drum. That's why you heard bitch. He called me a bitch. So everyone, Faye is, Faye sounds like she's lost between, if I guess you would think reality and a, you know, a dream that she might have had, plus some of the things she actually did. It's def- she's definitely rambling. There's going to need to be some, to, to sort through all this, you, could, you can ask questions, but it seems, you know, there's definitely an effect here. There's something going on. And the young, the, the children next to Catherine are definitely looking up at her like they, they seem like they're understanding at least the music, the drums. I'm not hearing the drums anymore, right? At the moment, no. Oh, thank God. Okay. Does Faye seem to be exhibiting signs then that something else is controlling her? No. Um, this looks more like a nervous breakdown, I would think. Like she's not, she's not coping well. It's just me at the wheel, baby. Just crazy me. Everyone knows that she's getting, you know, she's had some real shocks she's, to the system. She's had, yeah, she's had, yeah. she's had the shocks. Yeah, I haven't uh, really had time to process anything. Um, John kind of pulls, you know, Catherine aside and is like, uh, you know, doctor, don't they have uh, like sedatives for things like this? You're not drugging me in the mountain. Um, yeah, I said that out, outside of your earshot, by the way, Faye. <laughs> From ex personal experience, she definitely does not enjoy being drugged against her will. <laughs> Was that the voice of Aveline coming back? <laughs> oh, great. Do, now I'm hearing the like ghost the of Aveline. That, uh... I like the fact that she I said from ex-personal experience, <laughs> okay? Ex-personal, meaning it was old me. I love being drugged on a plateau, but not in the yeah. mountains. Yeah. You, you can drug me on no a ship. Way. You can drug no me way. on a plane. But God damn it. <laughs> Never in a mountain. Never above the tundra. <laughs> right, the, the frost line. Oh not when it's cold. <laughs> Actually, it's going to lower your body temperature, so that's not a bad thought. But don't worry, I have pamphlets. Five F's of frostbite, kids. Um, Thank you, nurse. Professor, uh, um, I don't think she would take kindly to being drugged, especially when we have Mueller and his men mere hours behind. We need her in fighting form. Just for some rest tonight. She seems to be... I agree. I also think... Um, do you have we anything in your... also don't need her, like... Lose, you know, is, we, don't, hmm. we don't need her like you know, like going crazy and shooting the wrong person. I I agree. Um, one moment, idea forming in my mind. Keeper. One second, Sid. The young girl, the the young girl, is standing next to Faye now. Quietly walked up towards her, and she looks up at her and she says, "Ishaki, Ishaki, drum." And Catherine, you've been talking to Sid. Ella's been still looking at the wall, kind of getting a read. Catherine's been talking to Professor John. I'm sorry. Sid's standing next to Faye. And the little girl walks up to Faye and says that word, Ishakki. Do I remember what that means? Nope. You've never heard that expression in your life. Does it sound familiar to me at all? It's the dialect. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No. What about our guides? Are they familiar with that word? That's a good point. Uh, I will see if they are familiar with that word. And Catherine, you wanted to go, you wanted to say something? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I was looking for a description one more time for, for Catherine's, you know, sake of the drawing. 
And I had an idea. It's probably a bad one. They don't seem to recognize it, uh, Professor Schooling. Um, I roll. Just... I rolled a eight, a really bad roll. How big What's is up? the How big is the drawing on the wall? Yeah, it's 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 cave art. It's it's not big. It, you know, it's not like um, the whole wall. It's a small area. No, well, there's there's different. It's it's up about above like it's it, you know the thing's not that high. So these were painted probably by somebody on their knees or you know sh- sitting and trying to reach up. So probably about chest level to a normal person, three feet off the ground, four feet off the ground. And yeah, there's maybe about 18, 20 feet of them. And there's just, it's all pictography. It's just this one piece seems to have got her attention. All right. Um, Professor John, do you happen to have anything in your little bag of um, wonders in our assorted packs maybe that could cover that thing up, smash it, break it, chisel? I don't know. Something. Get it off the wall. It's freaking the kids out. They should be resting. Sit down. While she's saying that, I sort of rush towards the little girl and lean. You don't have to go far. You're right there. Yeah. I I like lean down into her. I go, what did you say? Say it again. Say it again. Drum? No. You said a name. Oh. You said a name. It's Shaki. Sid kind of looks really discombobulated and walks to the mouth of the cave. And, and actually outside of the cave. No. Oh. And starts feverishly lighting a cigarette. Um, Faye's going to go and follow him. And she's just going to kind of put a hand up on her shoulder. She's going to have to reach really far, but <laughs> she, she does it. And, a rock. She, and she goes, I thought you were trying to quit. No, that was another day. It was another day. It, 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 no, not today. today. Uh huh. All right. Well, what, what's got you so, uh, so stressed? I don't know. I don't know. It's that name. It's that name. It, it's, 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 I don't know. Have you heard I don't it like it. I don't, I, I think so. I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you where. I don't know. I don't like it. All right. Well, it, it's it, just, all right. hearing, hearing the words just set me off. And he's, he's like seriously affected. Okay. All right. Well, she's, I'm going to stay out here with him until he, finishes a cigarette or two because I don't want him to be alone. I'm also really relishing in the fact that I'm not in that cave right now with that weird drawing where those other kids that are hearing the drum. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of just sort of glancing out like on the horizon, just kind of keeping an eye out for any weird things, praying I don't hear the drum anymore, collecting myself. Okay. John answers Catherine. We could cover it. I don't know. I don't know anything about this magic woo crap. All I know is that it's making the kids freak out. It's making Faye freak out. Maybe if it's not, if we cover it up, sometimes if we chip it the, off the wall. Mm. Well, that's that's probably a little extreme, but sometimes the visual side of something can have an impact. So perhaps covering it might uh, might reduce the stress of the situation. Great. We have so packs, let's wallpaper like over it. Such absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Great. Excellent. All right. John, John, John pulls a couple of blankets out and, you know, sees if he can find a little, like, uh, outcroppings or such in the rock wall that he can kind of jam yeah, the snow can... in and, you know, kind of get, get a blanket hanging up over the wall. Okay. Yeah. Even if it's, I mean, I'm sure there's pitons and stuff like that if you had to knock one in and then tie it around it. Sure. Um, yeah, that's fine. You're able to cover most of the, the drawing up. Are the kids still acting weird? They've just gathered around where Faye was and they're just looking at the art as John's trying to cover it. 
Ella, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to go hang out with the kids a little bit, maybe lighten up the mood, you know, just... You're going to do like a sing song? I'll do a sing song. I'll, I'll, uh, hold on. Oh, Britannia. (laughs) Right, rule Britannia. (laughs) Rule Britannia. If you, if you start drumming along during the sing song, Ella, I will hit you. I was not going to, because I don't want to feel the sharp stabbing pain again, darling. But yes, um... I'm not really sure what to do at this point because I don't want to be near the drawing either because it freaked me the F out. But the kids obviously need me a little bit more than anybody else does right now. And I'm still trying, like, I think the kids, yeah. Okay. So you sit down with the children. It's it, The language barrier is tough. Um, obviously, they don't, they don't speak English. It, it's almost not, non-existent. But the word, you know, the drum and when Faye was describing the, the boom and she was like boom, boom, boom with her hands. That's universal for kind of drum. And they, they kind of get the word and they and they were able to, you know, figure out that that's what she meant. Can everyone either outside, if you're outside the cave, add plus 10 to the, um, subtract 10, I'm sorry, from the result. And if you're inside the cave, just give me a straight listen roll. That would be a big fat no. I also do not make it. Okay. That is... Just check. That's a success. Yeah. Success. Um, no, that's, that's a all, That's me. a hard six. Well, if I, I'm adding ten to it, so no, you're subtracting. No, oh, no, so you you that. actually have a you're you're a one. Yeah, you rolled a perfect one. Yeah. Um, the guides are are pretty much by them. You know, sitting among themselves with Chergi. They're in as much space as they need. They're they're a little bit smaller of stature, so they don't take up a lot of room. Uh, they are watching the kids. Very, very closely. They are looking at them, you know, studying the state, the cave painting. They watched you at you, you head out, Sid. They saw uh, Faye follow you out. Catherine and Professor John are trying to, you know, he's he's trying to cover up the painting. Uh, all this is going on, and they're definitely they're you know they're whispering among themselves in their own tongue, but they're not acting anything suspicious. They're not looking like they want to you know throw everybody out of the cave or chuck the kids down the mountain. But they again, they're superstitious. They you know they see these children now looking at this art and they're wondering what it means to them. Uh, and the people that passed the role, so that would just be Sid and Catherine, I believe, correct? Sid and Catherine, you don't hear drums. You hear in the wind, like a flute start to play. Like that's the noise you hear is the flute. And the second you hear that go off, uh, Jakai and Pashal stand up and they, the they make to grab Binchu's hand. That's that's two of the young kids. Okay. Two of the children stand up. Yeah. And they take Binchu's hand. I would be like trying to put pull them back down. Not knowing that there was a flu um, happening, I'd be trying to pull them back down. Well, why uh, would you pull down two children who just stood up? Why would that make you want to pull them down? Because they need to rest. They're not act- Okay, but you would physically pull them down? I would reach for That just seems them. like a re- that seems like a real strong-armed thing to do when two people just try to stand up then i would just reach for them okay so you reach for them and they they just look at you and they say something and binshu stands up and they're trying to take his hand you know they're trying they're, they're looking at you like what what's the problem but they they're definitely standing there Catherine, sid you see this as well at this point Faye, john you would also kind of anybody who's well sid uh sid heard it looks inside sees the kids stand up Faye, you you see where Sid's looking, Professor John. You see the kids now because it's not a big cave. I mean, it's it's not that yeah. kind of a space. So everyone's aware that the children are standing, and Ella's 
asking them where they're going, what's going on, why are you doing this, that kind of thing. I, I motion towards the kids, like uh, like at a flute. I'm like, like that, you hear this. So you you go to the side of your mouth like a like a traditional concert. Flute. Right. They kind of look at you a little odd, but they're one of them shakes their head. The other two are just looking at you. Like that doesn't equate to them that well. Like fingers moving. Okay. And I try to. Ah, that way it does. Yeah. If you do straight down, like if the Eastern style, you know, like a recorder. Yeah. Like, yeah. A tin whistle recorder. Mm. Those things make that's the, that motion. Yeah. They're like, they nod and they point outside. Okay. I, um, pitch my cigarette and I sort of put my hand on my gun and then I sort of peer around outside trying to see if I can see anything. Nope. It's dark. Do I, I mean, notice... it's, it's dark, dark. Faye? Do I notice Sid kind of doing all these weird yeah. hand movements and looking? I kind of just look at him and I'm like, the hell are you doing? You didn't hear it. No. Is it the drums again? The kids heard it. The flute. You didn't hear the flute. No. Someone's playing the flute out there. It's on the wind. Keep and it. Sh- and it should stay that way. No I just one's have gonna a go quick look. question. Yep. Was the flute? Was there a flute in the artifacts that we found on that one dig when I was fifteen? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. So when you mentioned the flute, Faye just kind of gets even paler. You're kind of thinking to yourself, "I didn't know that she could get that shade." <laughs> That shade of, you know, that color pallor. <laughs> and then I just go, great. All right. Great. There's a flute. Okay. Of course there's a flute. There's the drums. Why wouldn't there be the flute? Okay. Great. Just thank God I'm not hearing it because I'd be having an even more nervous breakdown. So one of the guides does say something and the children look over and they point outside again. He turns and Chorgi says, they want to leave. Let them. You, we, we, should let, we should let them go. Chorgi, are you mad? Are you insane? Are you insane? We were almost killed by a giant beast creature. We've saved these kids, risked our life. No, no one is we leaving. Were, uh, we were attacked by the cat because it came for the kids. They're, they want to leave. Let them leave. They are not our children. We have enough to worry about. They slow us down. We have to move. We're only in this cave because we could not get make it to the point where we wanted. We sought shelter. Th- these children, they aren't. If they wish to go, you let them go. That we, They are not our concern. Yes, this is a mom talking. This is a mom who's terrified for her family. And thinks that these children are not slowing. They this is this is all bad. This is terribly, terribly bad. We are in the middle of something that is beyond what we understand. It's this side of their mount. It's their mountains. Let them do it their way. We don't. We don't. We're trespassers here. We just got to get in and get out. That's what she believes. Catherine turns to the team. I can't make this decision. I can't endanger everyone, but keep and by keeping these kids here, but I'm not going to let them walk out into the snow. They'll die. What is out there? They could lead it it's, back to us. It's Remember, it's not that cold. They're going to die anyway, John. They'll slip something to lead them. What is Mueller and everybody else going to think when they come across Keep three her. children walking around? If Catherine's bringing this to all of us, like, you know, yeah. kind of like opening this up, for me, I mean, 9 to 12, 12 is almost an adult in, in, in these cultures. You know, that, that's that's somebody who's just a, a year or two away from, you know, from being on their, you know, being, you know, to the to the age of accountability, so to speak. And it's if this is the, the hills and their home where they're where they live, if they, you know, know where they're at, where they're going, if if they're fed, you know, or, or at least if, if they've recovered somewhat from the ordeal of being in the pots, 
Like they, if we feel like they have the strength. Well, do they want to leave? Are they getting up to leave, to go towards the music or away that's, from it? That's what it, they want to go outside. Whether it's to, yes. toward the music away. They say the name what? is Shock Key again. <laughs> no, what is that? I, I grab, I gently like, you know, like make a kid look at me type grab, not like aggressive or anything. Catherine's a bit like, eh, right now, a little bit manic. What is that? Look at the look at where you are. Okay, you're in a cave. Mm-hmm. What's on the cave? So, if you want to communicate with people that you can't speak to, what do you do? Oh my god! You grab them by the shoulders and you yell at them. Right. You say it really slow and loud. I didn't. Say what that. are you saying? <laughs> that always works really well. I cannot hear the words in your mouth. Listen, okay. Um, I'm a great nurse. I didn't go to school for speech therapy. Okay, I didn't study comms. I'm a medical officer, damn it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just saying everybody in the, I mean, this is, if you're concerned, yeah. find a rock that they can scratch with or something. Or yes. John may even have something in his kit that allows them to draw a, a chalk circle or, a, you know, a setup circle and let them give you, you know, ask the say the word to them and then let them show you what they're talking about. That's a good Catherine, suggestion, Keeper. Thank you, Keeper. Thanks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with it. Um... I, oh wait! I do, I just gave double guns, but you can't see me because I turned my camera. Um, John, John reaches into his satchel, yeah. and pulls out a big piece of chalk. You got hands it. it over, hands, holds it out for Catherine. Okay, great. Catherine takes the the chalk and says, "She, the, the little girl." Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I say the word Ishakti. She says the word, and then I draw a question mark and go, "What?" Like up. Question marks are universal. Mm-hmm. So, and then I hand her the chalk are and they? point to the wall. I think so. Semantics, John. She walks over, and uh, the the twelve year old Pashal takes the chalk from you, and you you had said is shocky, and she walks over, and at where the lake is on the wall, she draws a very long, tall stick figure that's four times that of the other people around it in picture size. So the other stick figures and cave figures that are on the wall, she makes a shaki at, if this is Rupkund, if that's what you truly believe that lake on the wall is, which seems to make sense, she puts a shaki at the water and makes him better than 14 inches tall, where all the other figures are about three to four inches tall. Let the kids go. You bitch. <laughs> They're gonna get eaten by whatever the hell that is. Look, look, listen. There are Let way. The kids go. <laughs> listen to me. There are way too many parallels than I am comfortable with regarding mm. the weird thing that happened when I was fifteen. I'm incredibly mm. uncomfortable. I don't like this. I want these kids out, and this is coming. From Faye. Yeah, okay, okay, Miss Faye. You got soups emotional when one of them died in your arms. And now, with this vote, they're all gonna die. Have that on your conscience. Great. Just, these, kids can, these kids know what they're doing. If, if, they, if they are not weakened in a weakened state, I, I don't think it's a death sentence for them to leave on their own. They probably know exactly where they're going. 
they only stood up because they heard the flute music on the wind. And now they're talking about a shocky, which is a creature the four times the size of a normal man. John, are you, are you feeling okay? Do you want to sit down? Are you perhaps dehydrated? A hard day? This is, this is not reasonable. Oh, I don't think you're normal, John. You've been deteriorating since Berlin. I don't think, I'll you, let it I don't go. think you give enough uh, credit for, for your average uh, nine to 12 year old. I think you give too much credit. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, Sydney, help me out. Everyone else, Sydney, Ella. Sid, Sid's not there. What? Ah, oh, son of a. Am I there? Where the Where's... fuck is Sid? Hold on. Was he was right next to me, right? No, he had walked into the cave. You were looking around the cave. You went in. The conversation started happening. You started telling Catherine, "Let him go." It's the it's. It, there's too many parallels. This is all too too much for me. Ella's sitting there. She's she's. The children are still there. They're pointing at you know the thing they say again. Is shocky. You look around and Sid just seems to not be in the cave. He's just not there. Yeah, knowing that, that he, pro- knowing that he also heard the flute. Um, I bolt Whoa. out of the cave yeah. and I'm yelling for him. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going out. I'm like. Sid? Sydney? Sydney! Polter! Headcount, where is everyone else? Is it I'm just going out of the cave. Oh, immediately following. Yeah, yeah well, where's everyone else? Um, you see, the, the two of you, everyone is there. Oh. It's Sid, Sid, Sid sent, you know, instructions and in that he had walked quietly out of the, the cave. He wanted to get himself out. I made a quick stealth roll. He ro- I rolled really good. Maybe about 40 feet from the entrance, you do see the glow of a cigarette. Um, you know, not that far, about 30, 40 feet. He's in the, you see a cigarette glowing and it's, you know, you believe that to be said. I mean, it, it it's, you can't tell the brand from here, but it, you know, it's definitely what you think would be. Not him too many smoking men around right now. Cherry flavored Marlboro. Right. He's close by. Ew. Cherry flavored <laughs> Marlboro. Good Lord. God damn. I don't know. <laughs> I, I peg him as a filterous camel man. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I go up and I smack his arm and I go, "The hell's the matter with you? You could at least warn me." Keep me away from those kids. Yeah. I don't want to be nowhere near those kids. Not when they're drawing that that crap on the wall and they're saying that 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 bullshit. I don't want. I don't want to be near those kids. Great. Well, you and I are on the same goddamn page, so I'm gonna hang out out here with you. Guys, what's going on? Because I had followed uh, Faye out. What's going on? I'm uncomfortable. That's what's going on. I don't know what the hell is going on. There are too many parallels here. You two seem very agitated. I have We've every single right to be agitated. A lot. And and right now, it it's a word and it's a picture. You weren't there. What's... I understand. This is drawing up some memories from you in the past. Sid, what about you? Why is this agitating you so much? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to be near. I don't want to be near them kids. I don't. I don't. I don't like what they're drawing, and and I don't like the words that they're saying. They're not right. Um, There's something not right about those kids. Can I roll they're a psychology right. roll, Keeper, on on Sid? Sure. I'd I'd like to see if I get a sense of just you know, is he is he is he acting irrationally, or is this just like a a rational fear that he is like responding to? I rolled a regular success of 62. This seems like very much like what Faye is, like a trauma. Uh, something that was... was. Um, so they both seem to be yeah. responding to some past trauma. 
yep. whether subconsciously or consciously. Correct. Okay. Can you two watch each other? Just take care of each other and wait here? And we'll sort out what's going on in the cave and you guys can hang out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take care of it. Nothing, nothing's going to happen to Faye. Just keep her away from the kids. Well, I'm worried about you too, Sid. Oh, nothing's just, getting past just, me to get to him. Just, They're yeah. going to have to well, meet my forehead first. Just please don't run off. Okay, Fred. Do I look like someone that would run well, off? Faye? No. Oh, she- Not at all. Yeah, I would usually rely on Sid London. in this case, but right now, Sid, you're kind of worrying. Shut up, Keeper. <laughs> so, well, who not, is in the cave right now? I'm John still in the cave. Yeah. Laura and Catherine, you're in the cave as well, yes? Yeah, I'm in the cave. You hear, the two of you hear from behind you. Um, is, what the hell is that? Where is, what you is You spin it? around... You spin around and Chorgi is, sta- is, you know, standing there. You know, she's just to be able to fit. And the guides are there with the scouts and they've lowered their guns at you. And they're oh. pointing at you and they said, let them go. Wait, this doesn't, this, you have to let them go. Catherine, darling, I think we should listen to the people with the guns. Of course we're going to listen to the people with the guns. Put your goddamn guns down. I Christ. I think cursing at them is not exactly the best mode of action at this time. What reaction would you like me to have? I think this is it's incredibly irresponsible. Resp- just leave. And I, I'm ushering them out like, okay, if you want to leave, go. You, The rest of you outside see one of the guides come out and he has a gun. Um, one of, a rifle. Uh, probably some doing sort of... It? It's comfortably in his hands he's not pointing it at you but it's in his hands in a in a posture of someone who can snap it to their shoulder and and get a beat on someone quickly and the children come walking out right behind him do the kids look like they're forced out via the gun or they're just like pied piper-esque walking off into the dome you believe they're pied piper-esque walking off uh this is you believe Catherine. this isn't good people my god they're freaking kids Chorky, you're a mom. I'm letting your kids know that you let other kids their age, their peers, walk off in to die. Letting them know. This is the way their people put them up here for a reason. We, we, we cannot interfere. No more. No more is wrong. And the, Sid, Faye, Professor John, you see the children start making their way. And, you know, the guy with the gun watches them and the three of them start wandering off into the night. You're Catherine yelling from the inside. Chorky, you're a mother. This is ridiculous. They're going to die. Uh, Ella's like, drop, put the guns down. We don't need to, we don't need to have guns in this. This is, everybody's fine. We're letting the kids go. We're not going to argue with you guys anymore. It's, it's okay. We're all friends here. Sid leans over to Faye and very quietly says, I don't think they're kids. I don't think they ever were kids. And I don't think we should have opened those pots. I don't know what they were, but I'm sure as hell glad that they're not here anymore. And I kind of just look up at him, just kind of shrug at him. And I, head back towards the cave. The guide, they're now 10, 15 yards away. Guide just keeps watches them, watching them. Uh, the two of you, Faye starts walking back in the cave. Uh, Sid, you're following her? No, I sit, I keep my eyes on the kids until I can no longer see them to make sure they're going Yeah, another, another 20 seconds and they're enveloped by the black. And they, yes, they're heading higher. They're heading deeper. They're heading towards Rupkund. 
It's the right okay. direction. I sort of, uh, without taking my eyes off of where they were, sort of turn as I sort of back in towards the cave again, not wanting to take my eyes away okay. from them. John, same thing. Are you heading in or are you just standing out here watching? I had already headed towards the, headed to the cave. So. Oh, I'm sorry. So you were inside. Okay. Yeah. Well, by this point, I think I would be, Every you know, the kids would walk past me and yeah. I was already fine with them leaving. Okay. So once every, once they're gone, uh, the guides, you know, the, the, the main scout who was outside, who watched them leave and the other, the other guides, um, Chorgi apologizes that it got to this, but she's like, you know, I couldn't control them any longer. They were very concerned, very upset. I was, they were making me upset. We had to get them out of here. Um, Keep, let me just clarify. The kids left on their own, right? They got up and left. The kids were, yeah. The they, the guide, the scout, uh, the one who actually, you know, was uh, delayed getting to you and then was involved with the cat. Uh, the, fir- the, the the scout, you really haven't spoken too much. He's pretty much been on his own. He was the one who came out first with the gun and, and escorted them out. But they they looked in no way, shape, or form afraid or tra- traumatized that they were leaving. They They were hand in hand walking away. That's fine. When I made it back to the cave, to the Catherine believes that there's something nefarious. Yeah. Did Chorgi and them still have their guns trained when I made it back to the cave? Um, Ella had pretty much defeat. I mean, it it was all within a a minute. So their their guns are still in their hands, but they're not probably bolster, you know, uh, brandishing them in a way that would make you think that anything was in, you know, was hot. Although as a man of the world, you also realize if you're standing there with guns, it was getting hot. (laughs) Most times, yeah. With my 70 psychology, I, I think I would be able to kind of. Oh, absolutely. No, no. The, the tenseness of the. I can, I can read the room, I think. Uh, I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. This would have been. This you was as if someone was cheating at cards and they, everybody started to draw and pull up. That, that was the tension in the room. You don't need to read the room, John, as everyone walks in. These fuckers pointed guns at us! Catherine Copnett, calm down. Please. Please. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go outside and you're not going to speak to me again for the rest of the day. I'm going to go outside. Give me a fucking cigarette, Sid. (laughs) I thought you were quitting too. I never said that. John turns to Chorgi. Go ahead. Chorgi, we each need each other. We're here for a reason for your kids. Without us, you don't get your kids. Without you, we maybe don't get out of these mountains. This is a relationship of trust. You need to tell your guys that. You need to understand that. The trust is the trust is there. They they don't know you. They've never met you. I I tried to keep them calm, but this was too much. We interfered. These these children, they say they hear sounds. They they say that they this name, they, they make that drawing. It was time for them to go. They wanted to leave. Let them go. I'm just saying probably not good to draw guns on us again. You saw what we did to the cat, right? Big she giant just monster. Nods. Tell your friends she, that. She nods. They know how they look like they know the, the mountains and the rifles, but so do we. I mean, you get the duly noted look, but she doesn't say anything. Good. Catherine, you're outside smoking? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no, 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 this isn't a joke. This isn't a joke. I understand. You're smoking. I'm not talking she, to anyone. She's for the rest really of the day. smoking, folks. She's really smoking. I mean, no, she's smoking in more ways than one. I get it. Someone could break a leg, and I'd go, "Oh no, no, he looks hearty. You underestimate him. He's fine." Can I stand outside with? <laughs> she's Catherine? smoking, as in smoke is coming out of her ears. 
teapot. Yeah, you could you could stand outside. I'll stand I'm outside. Gonna I'm not going to talk to you, but you can stand there. What makes you think I want to talk cold. to you right now? Okay, fine. Be cold too, bitch. <laughs> Sweet Mary, Mother, and Joseph. John, is this how they always act? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they always act, yeah. Ella um, you to love them, though. To- Ella wants to, like, is the picture still covered up? Sid is standing there, Ella, and uh, seems to be trying to wipe it away. He pulled the the, the, cut, the blanket back? No, this is this is this when the kids oh, went the over and moved marking. it over to draw the, the yeah chalk the chalk marking. marking. Gotcha. Yeah, he's trying to, he's licked his hand and he's trying to get it off the wall. I try to go over to Sid and, um, do I have persuade? Can I try to, like, cajole him into, like, giving more information of why he's so upset. Cause I understand why Faye's upset because I got a reading off of her vision, but I don't understand why Sid is upset. Yeah, I mean, do you have, what do you have to do that with? Uh, I have persuade it's out of 45. It's not good, but I can try. It's not terrible. I mean, um, yeah, I can give you a little bit perhaps on what might, or, or Sid can share what he wants to, if he feels comfortable, but go ahead and give us a roll. See what you get. Uh, okay. That's just a regular success out of 40. Okay. Ella just makes small talk with you, Sid. Uh, she lets you finish wiping it away. She just asks you what's you know what spooked you. Is there is there something in the name? Is it is it something about this area, this cave? Did you have a bad climb? She tries to be as gentle as possible, but she's definitely, you know, she's fishing a little bit, and she got a decent roll. So, what could you offer um, her as a, an insight? I think does he successfully wipe it away or no? Uh, you get most of it off, yeah. Okay, and Which, I think what, um, what the kids what the kids drew you're able to almost remove. The other stuff was paint. That's not coming off. Yeah, no, that's all I'm trying to get off is what the kids drew. So I think what he does is uh, he'll respond while he's rubbing it away. So he'll say the things that affect us, things that we bury, things that we best leave alone. And then I turn, put my hand on her shoulder gently, and smile and say, "It's all right, love. Sid's better now." And I just walk away. Huh. I mean, alrighty, I, I suppose. Um, I don't really know what else to do at this point because I need to rest up. I'm feeling pretty drained. I have you. I've, I'm out of clairvoyance points right now. Right. So just like hit points, uh, clairvoyance points do a little bit better um, at coming back. So you can roll and get a D three back uh, in a full rest. So um, should I just roll that now? Yeah, and just take back whatever you got. Uh, that would only be two. I have fourteen MP, but it's like it takes usually five to just get a reading because you guys roll so hard. right, right, right. So that's okay. So you gain two more back. You're good. The rest of the night is is pretty much. Is there going to be shifts and watches? How do you want to do this? Well, yeah, there's going to be. There's, I figured. Um, I think Catherine has first watch. Catherine, do you have first watch out there? Are you good? Someone else can come take first watch. I'll come hang okay. out. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm wide awake. I'll take first watch. I'm fine. Doesn't mean I'm going inside, but someone can take it. All right. So why don't we set up how we want to do this? Because this is. Obviously, everyone is a little shaken. That's good. Who wants to do first watch? Who wants to do second? How do we want to play it out? And by doubling up, what do you want to? I'll do you take trust second the, do you watch, trust if the... only because I want to meditate to get the M- as like a MPRP thing. Like, oh, I got to meditate in order to get it back, and then I'll do second watch, and then I'll fall asleep. Okay, if that makes any sense. Well, see, I, I'll do first watch so that uh, I'm there, so that Catherine can brood, but she can be safe while she broods. Okay. Anybody, do, we, do you also want to incorporate, I mean, just looking at, 
the the scouts and Chorky's people, do you want to use them as well? Or are you counting only on yourselves? I think um, I think we should double up. One scout, one of us. Okay, fair enough. That's not a problem. So with the number of people you have, you probably can do two-hour shifts almost. Starting at this point, it's almost 11 p.m. You'll be, you know, by, by sunup, you know, everybody will have a chance to rest, rest and find. Um, let me go ahead and make a roll, just see if there's anything else that happens. Uh, no, everybody's, uh, the shifts go by fairly uneventful. Everybody seems to be safe and, 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 and okay. Catherine, what, how long were you staying out in the cold? Were you, I mean, was that just going to be your, your place for the evening? Were you just going to stay out there for an hour or two until it was Um, time to go to bed, sleep? What were you thinking? I mean, I don't know how, how deep of a brood you were in. Until I can't stay awake anymore. And then I just go inside. So somewhere in, in that there's a watch. I don't get much sleep. Maybe like right. two, three hours. Okay. I'm out there most of the night. Yeah, got it. All right. Uh, next morning. Uh, John you uh, wake up. John needed to do something on his watch. Oh, okay. Go ahead. What's up? It's it's just when I, you know, I don't have much time to do this. So I don't know, uh, you know, how much how much you want me to go into this. But um, on his watch, um, he would be practicing uh, one of his spells. Or oh, you wanted to take care of that. That's right. Yep. Yep. So John opens his book and he's, you know, he, as his watch is starting, he's kind of studying um, one of the one of the incantations he's been he's been reading about. And he uh, he goes over to the fire. He pulls a burning stick out of it and blows it out. Mm-hmm. And um, the scout's kind of like, is the scout kind of walking around, kind of checking things out? That John's yeah, on watch I mean, he doesn't want to do yeah, it. In he's kind of he doesn't want to do it in view of the scout necessarily because he doesn't want to. Okay, yeah, out. well, the scout, uh, this the, the one guide or scout that's with you makes you know says says to you or motions to you that he has to take you know has to relieve himself. So he's going to step out of the cave for a minute and he's going and he'll stay out there and watch for a few moments. So yeah, you're you're fine. You you would get a moment or two alone, not a problem. So it, at the mouth of the cave, I kind of move away from everybody so my words won't necessarily disturb anybody. And I, um, I, I kind of blow on the ember of the stick, brightening it up. Um, and I, I hold my other hand out and I start tracing uh, the signs of the Vorish sign with the ember okay. in the air in the front sim- of me while I, while I uh, nice. repeat the simple incantation. Um, and what I'm trying to do is to see if the, if the tracing of the sign by the embers starts to get replaced with the visible um you know the the, the visible signs of the of, of the sign manifesting itself exactly okay so and... go ahead and make me a, a roll for your first time you need a hard success i believe right i believe so and that yeah. is not a hard success okay so you spend some time uh the trace that you're doing feels comfortable but it's the em- but it, the light never goes more than a second or two behind where the ember trail is. So if you're making a southwest, northeast, you know, uh, west down to the southwest, you know, to the southeast, and you're making this whole symbol, it, the the trail doesn't stay illuminated, uh, you know, in this in this pattern. Um, so you, you you don't feel like you're channeling everything the way it's supposed to be. But by the same token, you feel that the motion's good. So you just have to try it again another time. Yeah, I kind of shake my head and, you know, not disappointed. Um, you have to take it as it comes. Of and course. I put, I put my uh, put my journal away and set back to my duties for the rest of the watch. Okay. Okay. It may have even been that you felt rushed because the guy was there or coming, you know, you didn't know how far away he was. You didn't want to spook him. Or he's done pissing. <laughs> yeah, who's fin- <laughs> who finishes first and puts the stick away? That kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. Um, but yeah, you... Um, that's so 
you didn't roll a, a critical fail. I didn't see the roll. It was hard to. I rolled an eighty-two, so no. It was okay, just so you failure. were fine. It's just a yeah, failure. Okay. Yeah. Um, next morning, the 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 sun is up. It, it it's a cool start to the day, but you know it appears that things will be pretty much what they've been the last several days. It'll you know even though you've gotten a little bit higher, uh, it'll still be a fairly warm ascent for the rest of the part into you know, the rest of the way up. Right now, you're you're only about they tell you about five hours, four hours away from the actual bed where the lake is in the crater itself. Those of you who had been affected by the children and the situation in the cave probably slept not your best sleep. The tensions were high. There was a lot of things going on that were of a of a feeling of a supernatural or a, a, a dark omen. So, you know, you take that how you want with the characters where you feel that needs to go. But I don't think anybody rested great, probably. The, you know, these were hard decisions. Taking the children out of the pot, obvi- pots, obviously, that was a humanitarian thing. Uh, setting them off into the, into the dark to do what they felt they needed to do or where they needed to go. You know, that was, that was a judgment call. And some people are going to say it was too young. Some are going to say it, this isn't our, our, our problem anymore. As long as they're not, you know, left for dead, we did what we could. So yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of back and forth, and and that. But as a group, you you know the the decision almost got made for you when they dropped guns on you. So that's a tough thing to have happen. All right, so the uh, the guides have you know you just break fast real quick in the morning, take care of everything. You you roll up your bed packs, your uh, sleeping bags, and your other items. Is there anything that anybody wants to do before they leave? Um, anything they want to sketch on the wall? I know Sid probably doesn't. Sid's probably ready to get rearing to go right away. Oh yeah. Get out of this cave. I also right. very much want to get out of this cave. I just want to get out, and if okay. I want to just forget about the whole thing. Just this whole whole thing. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, I, we haven't really talked about this, but we should be kind of covering our tracks, right? We don't necessarily want to leave evidence. You know, the guides that are guiding Muller are not, you know, going to help him. They're going to be like, oh, hey, there's some signs here, guy. But something that Miller or any of his men would notice, so we probably want to kind of like covering our okay. tracks, so to speak. Yeah, the uh, on the ascent here with the with the tiger, you know, before that whole thing went went south and you were able to kill it when you were tr- making that part of the ascent, uh, you didn't really have time to cover your tracks. Everyone was just pounding through, you know, trying to get up the hills in you know a higher to safer spot. Uh, but yeah, if you want to take your, your the evidence of your of your being here out of the cave, um, you can you can do that. Somebody. Uh, Whoever's the best of you at stealth, go ahead and make me one group roll, and we'll we'll see where you come up with. It used to be obviously that was an Aveline thing, but is anybody else halfway decent with stealth? Uh, I have decent stealth. Not I. Thirty-five <laughs> is the highest on my stealth. I'm. Uh, I've got a forty. Forty-five. Um, I have a fifty. I guess I'll do it. There you go. Unless Catherine is all right. Shockingly stealthy. Um, our loudmouth, boisterous nurse is not stealthy enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right fiery this loudmouth new yorker is here we go oh that's a 10 i thought i rolled a one still good but i got the excited great the 10's fine yeah i did oh, um yeah evil. a 10 so that is a um oh that's that's a critical success that's right there no okay so yeah the, i mean well by you're able to take most of the the physical evidence out i mean someone would really have to come in here and and give it a, a hard going over before they had a chance of, of catching. I mean, you did, you know, I'm sure there was a fire burning, so there is some scorch marks, but there's scorch marks everywhere. I mean, it, it would it would be it would be a tough read. 
The only other thing would be is if they knew this was the only safe shelter in the area. Uh, and this and, and it would be like, well, they had to stay here. I mean, this is really no other place. The guides tell you that's not true. You can camp out. There's certain places along the uh, the, the highlands where there are, you know, there are outcroppings and stuff where of, of, or ridges that you can pitch tents near. So where you're, you're fairly safe or fairly much out of the elements. But this was the this was a choice where we could have protected our backs in case something serious and the children needed a better place to shelter. So, yeah, for you know, again, it, 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 you should be perfectly fine with that role. There's no problem. The climb for the rest of the day is is pretty good. It, you're not overtaxing yourselves. You don't have to rush super, super hard. Just everybody go ahead and give me one con check. I failed. I rolled an I, 82. I failed. I rolled a 72. Regular success at a 45. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, critical success. All right. So the two people that failed it, again, you have a minus five strength temporarily. Um, you were feeling, again, some effects of the ascent. You're just, you're winded, not a great night's sleep. Things are, you know, it, it's it's just a matter of if all hell were to break loose, it would be a little bit more difficult. Um, but for now, you know, it's, you're, you're, at this point, you're so close to your destination, no one's going to want to stop or or have to, to slow things down at this point. You're, you're right there. Uh, a little after midday, you arrive at the lake of, uh, the lake of Rupkund. It is, it is a glacial lake. So there's normally this whole area would be frozen over and this lake itself would be frozen. You, as you come over the top of the ridge and, and you look down into the crater, uh, because of the the activity in the area and the, and the weather patterns and everything, there is a little bit of a fog, but you can see, I mean, you can see clearly, it's just, there's a, a, like a low, low fog area uh, over the water directly, but it's not like it's obscuring or, or so dense that you can't see. It's nothing like that. There are, you're probably the shallow down, maybe about 60 yards from the top of the ridge. So you're able to descend that. The you get an ominous feeling though. The second you walk over this ridge, um, there's definitely this is a place that speaks to an older time. Uh, this is a place that speaks to a time or a place like this that life was just valued differently. Ages were done in in single digit years or or you know twenty twenty five years, not multiple decades and. Children were young and like, like John had made a point of earlier, you know, some children grow up, you know, and, and by 12, they're masters of a household, uh, you know, or taking care of a house or they're married off or, you know, all these things that, that can happen in, in, in certain societies. This lake is definitely harkens back to those times when, when life was just old and, and it feels ancient, like almost alien in, in a way. And all around, as you as you make your way down along the the edge of the lake, are the remains of of various bones, shin bones, thigh bones, uh, vertebra, skulls. Uh, you can see, you know, your feet cannot take more than two steps without crunching onto something or someone who has been here. the The amount of just various body parts here is is astounding especially because there's just no reason and no understanding chorgi tells you they've never understood why they've never understood you know who did this or how how old these people are western science has tried to explain it it can't you know their traditions don't have an explanation uh, these bones have been here from the dawn of uh, of memory and they'll be here long after so there's no knowledge that these are 
from sacrifices or anything like that. There's just no idea why they're here. They don't know why. They have no idea. Yeah. You do see a pile, though, um, that has been uh, arrayed of a bunch of um, femurs and things that have been stacked with several skulls on top of it. Uh, This gives off a very, very, very weird feeling to the area. Everybody go ahead and make a spot hidden. I got a 75. I do not make it. Hard success for me, Keeper. Sid, critical critical. How critical are you doing critical that? Success. A critical success at a four. Okay. Professor John and Faye, you were the ones who f- didn't make it, correct? Correct. Yes, we failed. You see Catherine freeze in her place and, and just stop dead. Sid and Ella, Sid doesn't move. Ella starts running. Sid just stands there. Catherine is just standing there and the expression on her face becomes just one of unbelievable anger and grief on the ground at the edge of the lake. Jakai is there broken, bloodied and missing a limb. Her left leg is torn, been torn out, but she has bled to death on the side of the lake. The other two children, there's no sign of them. I grabbed Chorgi. Let's, we have to do this. Where did I run off to? sir? Carefully. You ran off towards the body of the young girl. Sid didn't move. Catherine didn't move because I knew she was going to be reacting. So, Catherine, yeah, just make sure when we go through the scene, what's it, I because I know where I know the way the way you want to, or I think you're going to play this. It's going to go in in phases, okay? Okay. So we're going to go. We know what phase initiative is. She's the fastest. Then I believe the next quickest to react, Ella. What's your what's your de- uh, your dex? My dex is a proud 60. Catherine, does that beat you or is that tie with you? Um, yeah, it's only five points off. I'm a 55. So it's Faye, Ella, Catherine, and then the Sid and John are the same speed, yeah? The boys. Yeah? And the boys. The boys. All right. So, Faye, uh, this is the way it's going to happen. You see Catherine freeze. You hear running. Ella takes off. She goes running for the edge of the water. I am going to, because since Catherine's stationary right now and Ella is running, I'm immediately just mm-hmm. going to go and run after Ella and just kind of like call after her like just a little bit. I'm like, Ella, wait, 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 wait. Where are you going? Okay, so you, it doesn't take you long to realize she's running towards the water's edge. Make me a sanity check. I just make it. You, uh, you're able to continue in your pursuit, even though this body of water feels remarkably similar to the one that you saw in Central America. Remarkably, remarkably similar. Yeah, I'm uh, probably just shoveling that down because I'm like, can't lose another teammate. Can't lose another teammate. Come on, Faye. Just Understood. push through it a little bit longer. Catherine. Yeah? Chorgi doesn't, Chorgi hasn't moved. You're up. What do you want to do? I walk towards Chorgi, grab her by the back of the neck and make her look. Okay. Like, just... Uh, you grab her. Yeah. She's... Like, no, I'm I'm bigger than this woman. <laughs> like uh, I didn't say anything like that. Yeah, I get it. No, like, I just grab her by the back of the neck, and I walk her forward two steps, or pull her. And I'm like, look! Do you see that? That is your fault. That is your fault. That is all of our... F- we could have... That could be your daughter. And I hope that when, when Mueller drags your daughter up this mountain, that is not her fate, Georgie. The scout 
reaches around and draws his gun. His his uh, again, he takes his rifle and brings it around his body. That leaves that goes to Sid and John. Who wants to go first? He's not shooting. He's just you see him reach for his weapon. So I, so I see Catherine. I mean, I, I failed my role, so I'm kind of caught unawares. Yep. Um. So I'm seeing Catherine angrily grab Chorgi. I follow her eyes and see the see the. Yeah, I would say you're right, Scott. With with the role that you had, Sid rolled a really great role. Yep. Sid, you're actually see it. Yeah, you you, you, you catch the gun moving first. Yeah, on this one, Sid, you get the gun action moving first. Okay. Um, I pull my gun. And I say, don't do it, mate. Okay. Be the last thing you do. Well, the scout had initiative, so it's it's moving into the front of his hands, but the guides hold. The guides are after you, um, Sid. So it would be, you draw your gun. The two of you are now kind of facing each other. He's aiming at Catherine. You're aiming at him. Takes Professor John, you, you get, like you said, yeah, you get, you get kind of caught off unaware, but you know, you're able to quickly make a decision if how you want to handle that. Well, what I would see, I would, I would kind of, I think... I think I'd be kind of oblivious to to the child's remains that people have seen, but right. I'm just seeing Catherine angry, and then the, the 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 scout pulls the gun on Catherine, which is, and then Sid pulls the gun pulls the gun out, and um, you know that that's where my priority is. I would immediately pull my weapons and um, and turn towards the guides. Okay, you are you definitely get the drop on them with no problem. They are slower than you in that regard. Okay, so you just are you you're brandishing them as in don't move. Yep, you know with a don't don't <laughs> yeah the big don't. <laughs> okay, Ella and Faye, uh, you catch up with Ella just as she reaches the body of the young girl. She's been battered. Uh, her, like I said, her legs gone. There's no sign of the other children. She's dead. Obviously, she's uh, it was whatever hit whatever took or affected her was pretty, pretty heavy. Uh, it was, you know, the, the, the damage, the leg looks like it was just literally just torn, mauled right off. What are, what are you doing first, Faye? Um, I'm trying to grab Ella by the wrist and just kind of pull her away and be like, we don't want to get too close to this water right now. We don't know what did that to her. It could be living in there. We have to get back and make a plan. Please. I am begging you, don't go further because I'm thinking about that thing that I saw in the water when I was younger, come out and grab people. I don't want that to happen to Ella and I sure as shit don't want that to happen to me. So I'm looking at her going, please, we have to get away from this. Is there something pulling me towards it? Because I wouldn't probably like resist Faye if she told me to stop. No. You can, if you feel that Faye makes a, a good point, I mean, in your head, Ella, the the person is dead. That's obvious, even from where you first spotted her, about 35, 40 feet away. Uh, so the option of getting closer is merely to investigate more. At this point, you're not going to be able to save her or help her. So if if you have, you know, you why don't you, um, sanity is really the judge of, of all this stuff. So why don't you go ahead and, and give me a sanity check and see if, you feel com- comfortable enough in phase warning to maintain your composure. I have, or would you be drawn? Uh, well, I know, just make a roll. I don't. I no, mean, I, I don't have know what your number is. Sanity, sanity. I know it's seventy, and I got yeah. I know yours is high. Yeah. So you, you, if you, if you feel compelled to stop, you can stop. 
not I a problem. I don't uh, see any reason to not listen to her, but I where we are standing now, I'd be searching the ground, anything to see if like maybe paw prints are coming up again to see if like kitty cat has a friend. Okay. Twerky starts yelling. We can't do this here. This is no good. Please, Miss Ross, let me go. This is, how dare you touch me? This is not unacceptable. I didn't know the child was, was this was happened to her. She wanted to leave. I let her go. Like my, my goal was to just, you know, clearly make a point. Clearly the woman's deluded, dumb. I don't know. She's not bothered by this. Christ. Okay, She's... dead inside lady. I let her go. Like, I'm done with you. Fuck off. Like, that kind of, you know. I let her go. Like, my point tried to make it. You're useless to me. And you walk away? I walk away. Okay. You walk away? Not far. Things the skip. I didn't say... F- oh, I, I didn't say you went back to Vegas. <laughs> I'm just saying that Actually, you Actually, walked- can I? Keep her. I petition <laughs> to go to Is Vegas. It- in 1931, I'm not sure there is a Vegas yet. I'm sure there was a name, probably a, there was a name maybe I'm for sure an area, but it wasn't. Still, but it's not like no, no, no. I don't think it was it. until no, there was no Vegas yet, right? Really? Yeah, Vegas is the 50s, oh. started by the mob. Yeah, Bugsy Siegel. All right. Yeah. Um, was it even an, an, an area? I mean, was no. was or he named it, was an it and everything? Oh, okay. It was, an it was a Mormon outpost. Oh, is that what that means? Okay. Of all things, <laughs> there you go. Keeper, I'm going uh, to the 30s equivalent of Vegas. I petition. Oh, all right. Um, everybody throw me a listen. Faye and Ella give me a... Because things are starting to calm. Faye and Ella give me a spot hidden. Finally, a good roll. I got a four. That's a critical success. I miss it. I'm afraid, Failed that though. listen, Keeper. All of us? Okay. Yeah, listen from where you are, Scott. Okay. Only Ella and Faye would have seen. I failed again. My rolls are... So the only one that made tonight. this is Faye? No, I made it. Okay. Ella and Faye. <laughs> Thank God. We're all thinking that. <laughs> you hear Nazis in the distance. The water, the water bubbles for a moment, and a leg bone rattles on the shore as it comes out of the water, and only the two of you saw it land about 25 feet on a, you know, the bank is a circle. So about 25 feet away, you hear, and you look, and there's a, a fresh bleached bone right there. At the edge of the water. Adding nobody the heard others. it. Yeah, nobody heard it. Nobody saw it, but the two of you. Yeah, I have a um, death Now grip. give me a sanity check. Oh, Karen, of course. Now we do sanity? <laughs> no. Me too? Okay, fine. Sanity, yeah. Fuck! I rolled a one! Well, no. I don't know how, but I rolled a one. I rolled a 94. Oh, God almighty. It's all right. I'll put you over my shoulder. I'll get you out of there, baby. Ella's going to pee. It's not a crit. You got a 90 freaking four. Don't worry, honey. Your pants. I'm not okay. leaving you behind. It's not a crit. It's Ella time for lose three. Insanity. I was perfectly mentally well. Ella, you uh. Before you people came you into f- my life, you freeze for a moment, but and you only lose you you lose three points of sanity. Okay. What happens to me? However, nothing. Nothing. You're you're just you're just not in a good pl- head place. You now realize that whatever's here is in the water, and something's not right, and. It's a it's it's just bad juju. The scout sees it and starts yelling. And Chorgi looks over at Catherine, and she's almost white as a ghost. Everybody sees this all start to happen. Uh, that people are reacting, but nobody's sure exactly what caused this reaction. It's just it's it's a very chaotic scene right now because it seemed like things were calming down, and then pow pow, you you know nobody heard the noise, 
nobody saw much except for the two that were close uh, and the one scout because otherwise the rest of their team failed it as well. So um, he books, he turns and starts yelling to Chorgi to get out and starts to back away and then literally turns and runs. Uh, that's his initiative. Uh, Sid, John, you see the scout just start running up the ridge. He's going back over the top. As in like had enough done. Broke. Yeah. Not, not going to stay here. This is the child, the, the bone, the, the lake. This is all, you know, they knew where it was one or two, you know, two of them had been here before. Um, never to take anything. Just they had brought people here to see it. It is somewhat of a, you know, a a novelty. Well, yeah, it's a a novelty for people to see. It's, you know, anyone who has a macabre sense of humor, like going on the Jack the Ripper tour in London or, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer tour in wherever that was, you know, it's some people are just drawn to stuff like this, right? This is one of those natural places that draws those people. But this to him was, 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 was too much. So you see him bolt. Since John and Sid are at the same time, John, um, he just, he, he didn't see the bone. No. But the situation that, that that's and and the feeling from the lake, mm-hmm. um, just the overall uh, sense that he's getting from the area. Um, and he says he, he kinda says it under his breath at first, we we need to gather together. And then he raises his eyes to Sid and says, Sid, we need to gather together. Sid holsters his gun, just kinda gives one of those it ain't good looks, lights a cigarette, and says, that's what we got to do. This is bad juju. So do you call out to the others? Yeah, um, I, I would start moving towards and motioning everybody else to move towards Faye and Ella. Closer to the water? Yes. Okay, closer to the water it is. I don't know that that's exactly what I was thinking. I love that you have <laughs> dreams. It's nice to have dreams. That's a yeah. I, I don't know. Ask. I don't know that my first thought was get closer. I got to be honest. I think my when I said bad juju, I wasn't thinking the ridge line. I was thinking the water line. No, you were the other way. You were thinking the oh, you were thinking the bad juju is the water line. Yeah, I'm thinking like it ain't good. There's no good. Right. So that I, I guess John, what you see is a reluctant Catherine and Sid not heading towards Ella and Faye. Um, so now you're hurt. You're hurting cats. They can come here. Uh, no, no, I. I'm 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 heading down towards them. I've I've got a task I need to get started on. Right. So you're going to and you believe that task is served at the water's edge. That's fine. Well, so he, it's served around people, and right uh, now, of course, we're all spread out except for Ella and Faye. You got so. you. No, it's 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 the right. It's a move. It's and it's not a bad move. I mean, it's it's I I I think I know what you're going to do. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, John makes, shuffles his way down among the loose stones and the bones and the cracking and the popping as he's, you know, trotting on, you know, hundreds of bodies that have been here for hundreds and hundreds of years. And he, you get to Ellen Faye with no problem, John. So Catherine and Sid, you're still up back, probably about 25 feet away from it, the, the water's edge. Ella and Faye are about eight feet away. And that's where John meets up with them. So we'll go back to the top of the order. Faye, anything you're doing? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm still kind of grabbed onto Ella's hand and I'm just kind of trying to pull her further away because I want to get further away away from the uh, water's edge. And I, I see John at this point, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, he's, yeah, and, he, and yeah. I'm motioning for you to, to stay still. Okay. At that moment, then I sort of freeze and I turn to him and I'm like, we need to get the hell away from this water's edge. I don't know why you came down here. You're crazy. Okay. Ella, what are you doing? I'm staring and pointing at the bone going, it's a femur. It came mm. out of the... F- 
park and water. Why have I been here? And she's just started to have a little bit of a panic attack and just pointing at it like that's a farkin' bone. This is nuts. Yeah, John, you you haven't you haven't seen Ella react like this since her mother was inside a cave. So yeah. All right. So the next it would be Catherine, what are you doing? I'm nowhere near the water's edge, sir. So Catherine is I'll do a narration of the internal monologue. God damn it. Set the medical bag down. Pull the gun out. Load the gun. Another firefight again. God, why can't we have a normal day, huh? This is ridiculous. I, I jump out of a plane. I shoot a tiger in, in, in the eye. We save some kids in pots. The kids die. Had a gun pointed at me. God damn it. And this is her internal monologue, everybody, as she starts loading up. Because it's coming. That's, you know, it's that's coming. A- that's a hell of an internal monologue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, most people are like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I didn't expect Samuel L. Jackson from uh, from the uh, movie with, oh, shit, I can't remember the name of it, but where he's like, put the gun in my pocket. Yeah. It was uh, either but, um, it was either medical school or Shakespearean theater. No, it was Long Kiss Goodnight. No, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm saying it was medical school or Shakespeare. So oh, okay. I'm at the soliloquy. You're that's at the all. soliloquy. Gotcha. Yeah, no no worries. And you're not moving any closer, right? That's a that's a harsh negative. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll start with Sid. Sid, what are you doing? Staying where you are? Moving to yeah, Catherine? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that Sid's really sure what to do at this point. I mean, they're literally walking on human bones. It's the picture from the cave. The kids are dead. I'm not well, really one sure kid they is dead. Were. I'm not really sure they were ever kids to begin with. I think they were more portents. I don't know. I think he's sort of, he doesn't know what to do. He's sort of inactive. He's just trying to figure out what the next movie is. I I think he would be like inactive, just taking it in. Makes sense, I guess. That's perfectly fine. All right. So, Professor John, are you starting uh, some sort of an arcane spell? I, um, down by the water, it is muddy. And I take the heel of my boot and I start dragging it in the mud forming a circle Mm -hmm. around Faye and Ella and uh, as I do that I begin my incantations for the Elder Cordon. While I'm doing that I can't be disturbed or say any other things so I'm just, I'm going through the incantations for my Elder Cordon and drawing a circle around us um, making sure that it's a large enough circle so that uh, those who may come to join us will have room within the circle. Got it. The others are the other, the other guides, the three guides and uh, are hearing the scouts panic. They watched him run up the hill and they're, they're backing away. They also see you now. They see professor John digging in with his boot heel, kind of, you know, trying to make uh, as perfect of a circle as he can and again adding sufficient space for for Catherine or whoever else may need to to jump in here as, as he's pulling and and you're you're trying to do it through you know stone there are loose stones there's bones you're, you're trying to do this quickly and methodically but uh it, it it is a it is a much more difficult process than a circle on a on a on a clean slate with a you know with a piece of chalk or something so we go back to the top of the order and this is where um it's going to you're going to have to bear with people that have some knowledge uh, of, of this one thing, especially Faye. Faye, uh, you look at the water. It it has a slightly different color to you. And 
you think you can see deep into its depths and you're looking at it and, and, and by God, don't, it looks like you're looking at Mexico. Like you're looking into the grotto with the waterfall in the water itself. And you look at, and, and for a moment you're, you, you, you blink your eyes and then you look again and the reflection on the on the surface of the water is that of the grotto in Mexico. It's 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 there, you can see it, but yet when you scan the area around you, you're in Rupkund. This is definitely here, but the water is there. Maybe this is because we found so many artifacts from that dig that couldn't have come from that area. Maybe this is almost like. Maybe not a portal, but like it exists both here and in the place that we did the dig, like in Mexico. Um, it's I'm just like I'm I'm all, I'm saying like all this like out loud, like I'm trying to like put things together. So I'm kind of just like looking. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's just like could it be connected and the same thing? Like I'm just sort of trying to figure this out out loud, but it's not okay. it's not sitting well with me. Like I'm. I'm getting as unhinged as I was the night before. Professor Schooley slides past you with his boot dragging in, his heel dragging in the in the stone as he cuts across your vision. Ella, you see the reflection in the water differently. Oh. You, yeah, yes. you, you see what appears to be a, a, a stone, a set of round stones. And when you look, it goes deep down. And, and you, and again, your eyes come up. You're in Rupkund. But when you look down, you almost you think you see a what maybe like a plantation or a hut on the top of a hillside, and for a moment you think you smell the beach. No, no, not that one. Is it that one? What one? From the Isle of the Thousand Deaths. I don't know. It's looks like a well to you. So Ella, that's what you see. So you're you're having a moment. Chorky's now trying to keep the guides calm, but she's having no success. Catherine, this is going to explain some things that have been happening to you, but haven't happened oh. in quite some time. Oh, oh dear. What? Catherine. Yeah. You look at the water. Mm-hmm. You see Faye looking deep into the water. You see Ella now looking deep in the water. Yeah. Their eyes locked with it. John looking down, not looking at the water, so he's not. He seems unaffected. He's dragging his foot in a big circle, trying to get quickly around them. But you look at the water and you see something very different. You see a black pyramid. In the water under it? Through it. Eh. In its depths. Oh. You see a, a weird sensation of light, like almost as if there was an eclipse. And then you see this reflection looking back at you. And the reflection has a leopard skin print on, twisted visage of a black face with several tentacles off the bottom of it. Make me a sanity check. <laughs> so gentle. Make me a sanity check. That'd be a 94. So, so um, clearly that is not a success. No. You lose, not too bad, two points of sanity on that. Oh. <laughs> and instantaneously you're back on the plane back on the bus you something's going on 
Why now? It's not any water. It's specific. It's a place. It's something you've either crossed, got close to. You're feeling it. It's the draw again. You know this sensation. You've been here before. Something's wrong. It, it, it. This is all coming to pass. This body of water is somehow connected. Somehow connected to Mexico. Somehow connected somewhere in Germany. Somehow connected to a well in, in you know that was built for a plantation house. Sid? Keeper? Yeah? Do I have time to, to scream, get back? Cause like I'm not gonna like they're they're standing there and John's intent on drawing a circle and like no get back that's this is bad juju on the umpteenth level get away from the water why are we standing there kids hello if you scream get back I can see if everybody reacts I know John is practiced at not giving into reaction when he's trying to do what he needs to do right now. This is important to him. He believes that he's doing the one thing that's going to keep everybody safe. If he stops, it could be catastrophic. So um, go ahead. Give me, I, I mean, you can intimidate them to move. You can scream, move, you know, fly, you fools. Give me a little Gandalf action. Whatever you think would work. God, you fools. <laughs> I'm going to try it. When have I ever not yelled at yeah. people? Well, that's part of, Frodo, so you know, you know that thing where your mom or dad yells yeah. all the time and then you just become numb to it. You don't listen anymore. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> maybe Catherine yelling isn't quite the sensation that they, they give, but that's okay. What'd you roll? I haven't rolled yet. They, they were shaking in my hand. Oh, please roll. No, um, Keeper, you have such good ideas. <laughs> I'm only 20 feet away, 30 feet away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Faye, Ella, get back, pyramid, tentacle guy, in the water, I'm having visions again, this isn't good, please, grab Schooly, I don't care what you gotta do, please, please move. Hold there, we'll see if they react in a moment. Sid? Do I realize what John is doing? I mean, does it, does it make sense to me that John is doing something protective? Yes. You would have seen the same thing um, at the Abbey of Thelema. Correct. All right. So then my instinct then is to move with haste towards Catherine to try to shush her. Shh, you know, I'm like, um, let him do what he has to do. Let him do what he has to do. John's protecting us. You can't stop him. Let okay. him do that. I know. I know. It's just creepaholic. I know. He has one right. minute. He has, yeah, he has one minute. He gets what he needs. You punch John, me if you need to. You're halfway through the circle. In the in the eight seconds, you're able to clear out a, about the diameter of half of it. it. It'll take just another another turn to complete it, and then you can. Uh, the incantation is pretty quick, though, right? I mean, it's a protective circle. It should go up. Ra yep. That one's rather fast. Last, isn't it? Lasts yeah. for an hour, right? And um, I'll just have to spend magic points for anybody that comes in, and I encompass it. This is this is sort of when water. And light hit at a certain angle and all that stuff, you get that rainbow effect, right? That idea of of light kind of shimmering off the, the prism in the fog and in, in the mist coming off of it and the and the way it shimmers. All of all of you ex again, except John, whose head is down, anyone who has either been enthralled by the lake so far, or Sid, you looking at Catherine, you you get a sense of something there as well. A, a shape a shape is beginning to form in in, in the fog. The, the base of its, like, its legs are in the water, but 
where what what you appear to be its legs, what seems to take the manifestation of its legs, are about seven or eight feet up before you hit its its trunk, and it's it's just getting it's it's just big. And as you look up, sort of like if you follow the rainbow when you when, when you follow a, a, the the light as you're going over, you're like, wow, how beautiful that is, how cool that is. This is just getting darker and darker. Up about twenty feet in the air, you see that this head beginning to form as it looks down, and it it's just it, it it's it's in the mist, it's in the fog. John comes around with his boot, completes the circle, and John, you step right inside, right? Yeah, encompassing Faye okay. and Ella. Exactly. So the three of them step in as this thing starts to take and mold itself it, it out of this water. It's it's there, and it, it's. To say it's solid, it's not. You can see the other side of, of, of the banks of Rupkund in the crater. You can see through it. It's not all there yet, it, It's but it's definitely getting more. It looks to be like it's coalescing. And it's the one arm starts, its right arm starts to sh- you know, shimmer and kind of just through the fog and, and, and this, this, this motion starts to point and it points right at you, Sid. I how far am I from Kate? Oh, you're right next to her. I I grab her and try to drag her into John's circle as hard as I possibly can, without any hesitation and all the strength that I have. Make a strength check, Catherine. Strength check. Nope. Catherine. Sid failed, and so did I. We fall to the ground. What'd you roll? I rolled a ninety. I rolled Feels a ninety-four. Bad. The two of you are just fighting each other. Yeah. Seems apt. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Seems apt. Seems, it seems familiar. We got to get to the circle now. We have to get into the circle, the protective circle. We have to get into the circle. Shut up and get into the circle, you damned woman! Everybody hears groaning. Everybody hears this just coming this from ominous de- from the fog from the su- from the front of the lake. This yeah. ominous just groaning. Except Sid, who's wrestling with Catherine. Good news. What? Sydney. <laughs> and no. that's where we'll stop for no. tonight. No, 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 no. You need What This has been a presentation of the Barter College. I'm an asshole. Thank you all for listening. Players, great job, as always. Uh, we can't wait to do this again next week from all of us here at the Barter College because I do have to talk to them off air. <laughs> we'll have more fun next oh, time. Yeah. But uh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.